Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Eyes Wide Open podcast. This weekly podcast is led by me, Anne Hamley, and we cover inside information that is not typically disclosed in commercial real estate. Um, I spent 35 years of my career in the servicing shops, and I helped shape the commercial real estate servicing industry as it is today. I'm very happy to have today um, Steve Venegas, who's my partner at First Service Solutions. I don't very often get to interview um, Steve. <laughs> Steve, I knew the minute I met you, what an amazing leader of people you are. The minute I met you, I've told you that a million times. Everyone gravitates towards you, and I'm so glad you took the time to distill what all you know about leadership in your new book, Eight Eights. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about a few of the items in Eight Eights, and it's spelled the letter eight and then A-T-E-S. That's right. Right. Yeah. So how did you come up with the specific eight eights in the book and, and the name for the book? Great question, Ann. First of all, thank you for having me. I, I appreciate that. And when you say that um, people gravitated toward me, I always thought it was my cologne. But I guess <laughs> it's not. Well, thank you anyway. Um, how did I come up with the eight eights? I wanted to identify eight words that I felt like we do on a daily basis without really realizing we do them. As an example, if you take um, uh, communicate, we communicate every day and there are right ways to communicate and there are wrong ways to communicate. And in the book, we kind of identify what's what makes a great communicator. So again, it's just identifying eight words that we do every day and maybe we just don't realize that we do them. And what are the eights? Let's say, so it's passionate, procrastinate, what are some of the others? Uh, Celebrate, negotiate, debate, communicate. Innovate, I think, right? Yeah, innovate, that's yeah. great. Okay. Yeah. Which one of the eights is your favorite or, or which one resonates with you the most? I do have a favorite yeah. and it would be to negotiate. Oh, I know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, evidently, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> not true. I think negotiate resonates so much with me because I believe negotiate is something we do again every day without realizing we do it. And one of the things that uh, um, we have to really know how to do, or we should know how to do, is negotiate our point. Um, the book outlines some specific skills as to what makes an effective negotiator. And one of those is to listen, to really listen to the other person's point of view. Um, the book also talks about delegate, which is completely opposite. So I think, I think sometimes we fall into the trap of debating, excuse me, not delegate, debating and not negotiating. Uh, and you know, I've, I've had people, you've probably heard people say, well, in my job, I don't, I don't have to negotiate, so I, I don't really need that skill, right? But I think I've heard you say that and it's true even as a baby. That's right. the first thing a baby learns how to do, right? Right, is negotiate, negotiate. what they want. Yeah. That's their, they want to eat, Yeah. they negotiate. Look at our dogs. I mean, they know how to negotiate that's and get a, their point across. That's exactly well, right? right. That's exactly right. So we all negotiate in life, and it's a skill we all need to have. I mean, we either... We could perfect it for sure. You, you have given some really good. What I love most about this book is you've given some specifics about how to improve in each area, which is neat. It's not just a yes. nice book to read. It gives you practical things to do. We also weave some real-life stories 
about some very effective leaders who took the art of negotiate and they really perfected it. Mm-hmm. And um, the book outlines how they did that. And to your point, Anne, whether you're at work, whether you're at home, around the dinner table, whether you're at the gym, whether you're at church, whether you're in the grocery store, oftentimes we're negotiating. We even negotiate with ourselves, mm-hmm. if you think about it, right? So negotiate. It's definitely one of my one of my favorites. One of my least favorites when I read the book, and I have to say, it kind of I'm pretty sure you wrote that sh- that section for me was the delegate one. <laughs> It's a tough one for me, as, as you well know. I tend yeah. to, um, I have a tough time delegating. Some things I just feel like it's just easier to do myself, and you know. Right. Um, talk about why delegation is important for a leader, and and how do you how you should do it or how you do it. Yeah. Well, you're not alone. Um, most of us have a difficult time delegating. There is there are many many books, many lectures that have been given on the art of delegation. There is definitely a right way to delegate and a wrong way to delegate. I think one of the misconceptions out there is that delegating frees up a lot of time. It will free up some time, but it won't necessarily free up your entire day if you delegate something. A couple of um, points to always remember in delegate is that at the end of the day, you're still ultimately the one on the hook, or you should be, right? Um, delegate is, it, it, it lends itself to another 8-8 that'll be in a future book, and that's duplicate, okay? I heard one time somebody said, your ability to duplicate yourself is one of the strongest characteristics you can have. And if you think about that, that's true. If you can carbon copy yourself, well, that's twice as much as you can do, right? That's what delegation is about. At the outset of it, it takes time because you have to educate and mentor and teach people what it is you want them to do. You have to set clear expectations in the art of delegation, give them timelines, and you still have to follow up. It's still important that you follow up. And again, like I said, at the end of the day, you're still ultimately the one on the hook for anything you've delegated. So you're not alone. Most people think it's, oh, it's just easier if I do it. Mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it is, but the downside to that is, is you don't give somebody an opportunity to learn something. Mm. right? It's an opportunity to mentor. Oh, that's a really good point. Absolutely. Um. Tell me more about, I know you talk about, about it a lot in the book, and, and maybe you could distill it for me, but talk more about debate versus negotiate. I, I bet some people don't necessarily know the difference, because if I want to convince you that my way is the right way, I'm, I'm going to debate with you, right. right? and ultimately I want you to hear my view and understand right. my view. So what's the difference between debate and negotiate? That's a great question, and you're right we all tend to fall into the category of debating our point as opposed to negotiating our point. Negotiate is a win-win. It can be a win-win scenario. Where debate is never a win-win. There's always a winner and a loser in a debate. Okay. Now, there is absolutely a time and a place where debate is appropriate. Presidential debates, 
You know, you're, you're getting to see two opposing views. That's that's really what debate is about. Two opposite views. So, um, a presidential debate is a is a perfect example of okay. debate. And negotiate. What you need to do and negotiate is you need to number one better understand the other person's point of view. Okay, and that requires to be able to communicate, which the book talks about. Okay, to negotiate your point, you have to really come to a good understanding of the person in which you're negotiating with what their point of view is. And it's only until then that you can really um, uh, intelligently have a discussion. Negotiation is more of a discussion with the other person. Well, that takes like a lot of discipline because if you're feeling strong about something and you kind of want to get your point across, right? right it's very, it's, it takes a lot of discipline to stop first. Yes. Hear the other person's view. I mean, we're so chomping at the bit to get our view across, yes. right? Yes. Yep. Is it, is it a take a kind of a higher skill to negotiate effectively versus debate? It can. It yeah. can. There are some people that are natural negotiators. One of the skill sets to be a very effective negotiator is, you touched on it, you have to be able to listen. Some of the most effective negotiators throughout history have listened first. Now, there's a difference. We've talked about this. There's a difference in hearing and listening. Mm -hmm. right? Hearing can be passive. But listening requires focus on what the person is saying. When you listen to someone, you have a better understanding of why they feel the way they feel. Why their point is important to them. And oftentimes, you come over to their side. Because they might have a point of view that you never really thought about. Or never really considered. And when you hear their point of view, it'd be like, aha, well that makes sense. Now you're negotiating. And at the end of it, if you both do that, nine times out of ten, you come out with a win-win. Mm -hmm. mm, it's great. Um, we do that a lot with... Uh with the services, you know, when we're advocating for yes, borrowers, yes. the key is to hear the objective of the servicer and then figure out how to get the objective of the borrower somehow that's right. together, you know, so. That's exactly yeah. right. Well, that, that's great. That's exactly well, right. you did a really, really good job on this book. I hate to say I'm anxious to see the next one, but I am. But you did a great job Thank on you. this book. And Thank I want to let everybody know uh, that you can... Um, go get this book um, at www. I don't know if you need that these days, but anyway, eight the number eight dash ates.com, and you'll see it's got its own website. And encourage you all to get one. I'm sure Steve will sign it if you want it signed too. Absolutely, so. <laughs> absolutely. You can get it in softback, paperback, and hardback. Great, great. Well, again, thank you so much. So happy to have have you on today's podcast and. Um, uh, great job on the book again. Thank you. Thank you so much.